Okay, man, are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. Now, come on, now crank this motherfucker up. The finest ingredients are right in the, the mix. The first cut on this record has been cross-format focused for airplay success. Yo, it's Ryan Clinton, the Hip Hop Hercules, the Hip Hop Historian, and we got a very special guest on the line, Molly J. How are you doing? Good, good. How are you doing today? I'm doing really good. We have been on the hiatus, as I told you, since we dropped the Henny Given Summer album. If you haven't copped that, everybody go to iTunes, Spotify, whatever the hell you get your music. And this is the first interview in a little while, so let's see if I can break off the rust and get into it. (laughs) All right. All right, so off the bat, talk to me about the No Better Project, stylized as K-Now Better Project. Yes, so... It's uh, it's actually it also on the so it's you know the title is no better and there's a parentheses around the K and then there's also an X through the W on the no. So it basically I w- it's like wordplay you know I was this album has actually been a long time coming. I was on a um, record label for a while an indie label like when I was that was probably three years ago that thing went under. So a lot of the music that I made then didn't get released and um so basically once i got free from that label i i learned a lot of lessons in that whole situation just like as an indie artist of signing the wrong contracts the right contracts and all that so it's kind of a play off of like now i know better and a lot of the music is actually going to be um older and yet revamped to fit the times and just it's no better but I'm also no better. I know it's hard to explain um, in an auditory format, but it has three meanings. Now, did are some of those records that you mentioned from the indie label, are they going to be on it? Have you received those back since the, the, um, the falling out? No, so I didn't get a lot of them back. So what, but a lot of them were like such great songs that um, we just decided to like redo them and revamp. So it's actually, it turned out better. Good, good. Um, so some of your records, particularly in the past, were at least majority singing vocals as opposed to rap style verses, and you kill it. But what made you decide to start making the transition to emceeing more into songs? Yeah, so this actually, it was one of those things where I've always been super into hip-hop. Like, I grew up right out of, outside of D.C., kind of like in the thick of hip-hop culture, and I always rapped. Like, I would freestyle at school, I'd freestyle on the bus and everything, but I never thought that as a woman I would get taken seriously as an MC. I was like, ah, it's, you know, not something, even though I was always good at it. Um, and then actually, it came from I, uh, my ex-boyfriend was a super amazing rapper, and he kind of inspired me in that way. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to add this to my regime because it's something I love to do. And, you know, screw what anybody thinks. I'm going to rap and sing now. So it all kind of just came together in the last two years. I was like, you know what, I'm really going to take this up a level, and I'm going to start doing this. And the response has been really good. 
Okay, yeah, we're going to cover some of those, like, you know, obstacles that you have to go through. But I like where you're coming from. So... To me, you have a beautiful singing voice. So when I'm listening to the older songs, um, it, it's it, it's vocals. It's you know some of them are backed by EDM, whatever. But something becoming more popular in hip hop, as you know, over the last I don't know six or seven years, is singing within hip hop. But I st- still only far and few between from skills standpoint. What is your songwriting process that lets you break from singing to rapping within a single track? When when is it called for? Um, you mean within a song, like, when do I decide whether I'm going to fit or not? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it really, some, a compliment that I've gotten a lot is that a lot of times I, I kind of like to re- reverse it in a way. Like, I like to sing over hard hip-hop beats, and then I like to rap over pop tracks a lot of the times. Because I like how pop meets rap and rap meets pop, and I like to kind of uh, twist it up a little bit. So really, there is no like barrier for me. Like I'll, I'll be working on something, and if I feel like you know what, this would be really dope to kind of surprise the listener. Um, one of the things in my career has always been about the element of surprise. Like I want to be on stage, and I'll be singing something super melodically, and then bust out into like a sixteen or something, just to keep the audience on their toes. Gotcha. Got so it's more of a play it by ear, go with the flow kind of thing. Yeah, I know. I wish I had a better answer for you, but I'm very much like a play by ear, go with the flow, even in my writing style. I want it to be as artistic as possible. Yeah. Okay, so one more question about the stylistic uh, view you come from. Your music merges variables influenced by several genres of music. Songs like Let It Go has a beat almost reminiscent of, I don't know, like Cher, honestly. And then there's a heavy metal then there's a heavy metal bridge. How do you decide what sounds to pull from when making a record? Like how is it making sure that it's not too much and that it all works together? What's that process like? Well, I I pride myself like I am primarily a um, like a songwriter, top line writer, lyricist. So I usually like I work with really I don't produce my stuff. So I work generally with as deciding like musically and stylistically. I will make sure I have like the right producer on the project, somebody that I like really trust, um, who I know will actually be able to get the job done and make the music and everything seamless. Really, yeah, it has to do with just being very specific about the producers that I work with. Is there Are there spe- specific producers that you tend to go to more than, is there like any in-house work that you have? Um, I work a lot with uh, guys in Florida. I actually was down in Florida for seven years. Um, I went to college down there and then I stayed after. And I had a whole crew of guys down there in West Palm Beach who are super talented. Um, Ninth Wonder, the guy's name is Blaze Hunter, Ninth Wonder. And um, just for me, yeah, it's all about the relationship. Like you have a relationship with a producer and then you kind of understand each other musically. Uh, I don't hop around a whole lot as far as producers because I think once you have like an understanding with somebody, you want to keep that and great music comes from it. Yeah, speaking of like going, you know, sticking to a small circle, who is, uh, I think his name was Jeff Warren, is on a few tracks with you? He, so he's not a producer, he's a screamer. 
and he does a lot of like new metal, like Lincoln Park type stuff. And uh, back in the day, like you know, I'm I'm a '90s kid. I used to listen to Lincoln Park, all the new metal stuff, Metallica, whatever. And even though I am like you know a, a pop singer, a lot of times I've heard you know some of my pop songs, and I'm like, listen, this would be super dope if I had like a screamer or something over it. Somebody to just give it a little bit of more of an edgy sound. I just I don't see any barriers in genres. No, I like that. Something very important about hip hop is the ability to, or just music in general, is to you know have no barriers to create different sounds, mix different sounds. So I like that. And I did see you shouting out the '90s babies. I was born in '92 myself, and um, I saw the respect you paid. And I love this in the music game when people are able to just you know, I don't know if it's going out of their comfort zone, but to show compassion and how they're feeling. Chester Bennington. You shouted him out. What an incredible, incredible talent we had that we lost. Um, yeah, I like that you were able to. Yeah, and you know, I think like um, with a lot of these new kids, it's actually kind of exciting to see. Like, I'm not a huge like Lil Uzi Vert fan or whatever, but a lot of them are coming, like, are starting to put rock back into rap a little bit and like meld the the genres, and I think that's really cool because. I think a lot of stuff sounds better with genres mixed together like that. Yeah, I, look, I, I'm definitely not a little Uzi Vert guy, um, but if you have <laughs> the if you have the talent, that that's what you're seeing right now. XXX Tentacion, uh, Little Peep, they have like there's like an emo sound to it, um, but with the acoustics and stuff, if you place it under the right hands, you can make some serious, serious fire music. So I hope that expands into more lyrical hip hop. I'd say. Yeah, and that's the thing is like I'm actually like through like I'm a hip hop head like I love like cool G rap like the old stuff so I wasn't really speaking to their their lyrical ability more just like their like XX Tentacion like the experimentation with the genres and stuff. Gotcha, gotcha. Now you already mentioned. Um the school bus and I know one of your bars was I did on the school bus so can I, so why can't I do it now um how so how is so you're not new to this and you said you're a hip hop head how has like the DC area influenced your music what 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 was the upbringing that was the hip hop portion of your music well so I grew up right outside of kind of like in a suburb of DC uh, in PG County um, actually in Bowie Maryland and um, the neighborhood I grew up in was predominantly an African-American neighborhood so just kind of everybody around me like what I grew up with was like the barbecues and people karaoke at the barbecue spitting at the barbecue you know I was kind of like one of the only white kids out there doing that stuff so it was just kind of like in me like the soul and the that's what I grew up around and so I just always wanted to um I don't know I just I was so inspired by it it was a huge part of my life respect respect same here um now I saw that you tweeted about this interview and you said something along the lines of learning more about a female MC and um, I have made it very vocal that I don't really like the phrase female MC because an MC is an MC female MCs are some you know the legends are greater than most of the males that are you know so 
this is something that has to be tackled though because from an internet standpoint a horrible space to be judged by and i completely condemn it but unfortunately for someone like you 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 basically have three strikes to the corn balls in the game off the gate you're female caucasian attractive in hip-hop these are aspects that are just like constantly under the scope are these things that you have or will consciously avoid doing things around them like not to be a stereotype in order to avoid scrutiny from twitter fingers talk to me about this okay so hold on i'm trying to like totally understand the question am i trying to avoid being stereotyped i have to bring in an example to make that question concrete so there's chanel west coast there's iggy azalea they and when it comes to those types of artists, they're boxed in off the top for better or worse based on their style, based on, you know, they're, they're called culture vultures. Um, I'm a Caucasian in this game. I've, I've been called, you know, I'm a white boy. I've been called a culture vulture until that I can step up and I've shown, you know, I belong here. So is there anything that you are avoiding to be considered a so-called culture vulture? How are you standing out and showing you belong here? Okay. Yes, that is, and it's it's good you brought that up because it's yeah it's a huge obstacle. I mean, like a lot of times, you know, I post things or I do things, and it's like, oh, Iggy Azalea, blah 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 blah. I mean, the thing the thing that I'm trying to do different is, in my opinion, I wouldn't say somebody like Chanel West Coast or Iggy Azalea is very lyrical, and I haven't granted because of some of the obstacles with the old record label and everything. I haven't been able to release a lot of records to tell you why I'm different yet, other than some of the YouTube videos I've posted that people can go look at and where I'm like really spitting. But um, I don't look at them and think that they really rap, like they don't have very much content in their lyrics. They don't have very much, um, they rap kind of about the same stuff, like, oh, I'll take your man, I'll do this, blah, 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 blah. I'm fancy. So basically what I'm trying to avoid is I'm actually trying to showcase myself as like a real MC, somebody who actually raps, who actually has content, who's not trying to be something that they're not. So you feel that your image will come off more genuine? That's what I, yes, that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping to like, like just showcase like, all right, I'm a rapper, I'm a singer, this is my skill, this is what I can do without a bunch of gimmicks along with it, if, it, if that makes sense. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, when it comes to when this when this furthers and furthers, and your music comes out, and we get to hear that conscious side, what state, what what kind of things are you gonna do when it comes to the visuals? I've seen, I saw a visual for a song, and it was a vocal song. There, there was. There wasn't much hip hop involved, and it was a, it was a good video. It was uh, it was a music video for a, a, a pop song, um, essentially. When it comes to the hip hop point, are you going to attempt any differences in wardrobe from these girls' crop tops, you know, bright colored leggings? Like, where is where can you be yourself? Like, where where does the line cut, and where do you have to use sex appeal on your behalf? Like, talk to me about that. Well, I I honestly, like, I aspire far more to, like, the Lauryn Hill type of thing. One of my things with female artists, and especially female hip-hop artists, um, you know, Nicki Minaj, most of the Iggy Azalea, most of them are so overly sexualized. And so 
what I really want, that is something I want to stay away from. I don't want to be, I want to do my best to not be overly sexualized because when you do that, it takes away people's eyes are no longer on your talent. They're, it's all on your your sexuality and your appeal and all that. So that's actually something I'm going to try to consciously stay away from. Of course, I want to look good, but I'm not trying to get ass injections. I'm not trying to do all that stuff that these girls do. Um, or like rapping, you know, specifically about sex, lick my pussy, do blah, 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 blah. So in the videos, they're going to be a lot more thematic. I couldn't applaud you anymore because, I mean, look, you could enter the game and you could become uber successful like Iggy and Nicki Minaj but you have to like take a stance back and and see the content and when you're you know leaked cleavage shots or whatever it is and your twerk videos get more views than your hit songs or your most important songs to yourself you know what do you bring into the game it's it's just kind of like it's a catch-22 for that fame but for it to be such you're based you're just focused on you have to be provocative and that's what it's not a way to be respected as an artist down the line yeah absolutely and I understand it's a temptation for a lot of women because that's how they can get the plays that's how they can but you know if you do that you're going to end up unfortunately not being taken as seriously as far as your craft so that's something I'm definitely going to be avoiding alright cool so last but not least you have a, you have a genuine feel for this music. You love the music, and you've already, you just made it very clear that you want to be looked at as a serious artist. So, what do you hope to gain personally or outwardly towards the fans from your career, music as a whole? What's what's the main goal? Oh, um, honestly, personally, it's like this is going to sound you know very cliche, but it's my own personal fulfillment. I mean, like this is what I've always wanted to do, and. I'm a dream chaser. I'm like a go-getter. I'm when I have when I have my mind set on something, I want to accomplish it. And so that's part of it is really just like I want to accomplish this goal, and I want to do what I love, and I want to do it freely, and I want to be able to be creative with my time. I don't want to have to be tied down to a nine to five and not use the gifts that I feel like God has given me. So really, that's what it's about for me, and just showing the world kind of that a woman can be a singer and she can be a rapper without being overly sexualized and she can be taken seriously as an artist and give a lot to the world through that gems absolute gems i love it you heard it here first straight from the lion's den don't forget to subscribe to the hip-hop Hercules podcast on itunes radio review it all that molly J. any last thoughts for listeners and fans Oh, thank you so much for having me, and um, please subscribe to my YouTube. I'm sure we'll put the link down there. Um, my SoundCloud, follow me on Instagram. Um, I'd love to show you what I do. I just want to be close, enough to hold, enough to show my love's so bold. But you acting no I don't know how long it'll take But I'm trying, boo Wanna start all over, baby Seems like you acting no Don't act brand new
wanna make all of my wrongs right, but you acting no. I don't know how long it'll take, but I'm trying, though. Wanna start a love, baby, seems like you acting no. Don't act brand new. You yo, that's four many words to make you comfortable. Won't be like the five people before that said bye bye bye. You was just in the river of tears, they made you cry, cry, cry. You made me skip the seven swans, swimming in the pond. Outside the church we went, then got gone. Eight days of honeymoon, we were wrong. Well, it's 9 a.m., my buzzer just went off. Looks like I drank 10 minutes too long. What I'm trying to do Wanna make all of my wrongs right But you acting no I don't know how long it'll take But I'm trying though Wanna start all over, baby Seems like you acting no Don't act brand new 